The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is a very special episode because the United States Ryder Cup team is set. We will discuss the rights, the wrongs, the snubs, and everything in between. Joining me to break it all down, Patrick McDonald is here. Patrick, good day to you. Good day. Uh, you know, the fall is typically a very divisive time in this country. You think elections, college football, and I think after today, we can all move forward together as a unit and put uh, our best foot forward. What office are you running for? Any that will have me. Yeah, nice. Well done. Greg Ducharme. <laughs> True politician right there. <laughs> Greg Ducharme is here. Hello, Greg. Hello, boys. Um, the day that we've been waiting for, the day we've been talking about for two, maybe three years, uh, the day that it comes up seemingly every single Sunday, Every Sunday edition of the First Cup podcast, <laughs> this comes up and it's finally here, finally real, and we get to talk about it. Kyle Porter is here, KP. The United States Ryder Cup team today went from 6 to 12. Hello, how are you? Yeah, bring bring me your I want to hear I want to hear the JT hate. I want the I want the JT tears. I want it all. Drop it in the comments. It's uh I can't wait to talk about it. It's gonna be awesome. All right. So this morning, it is uh, Tuesday. This morning, Captain Zach Johnson announced and confirmed his captain's picks that were a little bit leaked uh, recently. And then I think we knew as of Monday night what these picks were going to be, but they are now officially in. So joining the automatic uh, qualifiers, the guys that earned their spots, which were Scotty Scheffler, Rydnam Clark, Brian Harmon, Patrick Cantlay, Max Homa, Sanders Shoffley. Zach Johnson added six more names. Those names, Sam Burns, Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth, Brooks Kepka, Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas. Those will be the 12 that embark to Rome to try to win the Ryder Cup on European soil for the first time in 30 years. Patrick, we'll start with you. Uh, we'll go... We'll go through each one of these guys, but your initial reactions to the squad that will be donning the red, white, and blue. It was an A plus from <laughs> Zach Johnson. I think this Don't is the team there. you have to take to try to break that 30 year spell. It may not be the 
most talented players, but I nope. think it is the best team. And for all those people out there on TV, on big radio, the corrupt golf media saying it's a boys trip. They're the same people for the last 30 years who have been harping that this U S team needs to have that rah, rah European spirit. You know, they're playing for one another. And now that it's come, people are critical of it. So pick a side, pick a lane. I cede all of my time to Patrick, Patrick, just keep going. And so for Zach Johnson, <laughs> I think I think he did what he had to do. I understand there are some people potentially in the comments, potentially some rumblings who may not agree with uh, maybe those last two picks, but I, I think he hit it out of the park today and did what he needed to do uh, for this U.S. team to be successful. Kyle, would you say that this is um, on-brand or off-brand for a United States captain to assemble a team like this? Off. You do? This is yes. so so this can both be boys club, boys trip, and off brand. It can both uh I don't think it's I don't think it it's listen, like you want you want to be Europe, this is what Europe does. Right? Go back to 2008. You know how many you know how many top tens Ian Poulter had leading into the 2008 Ryder Cup? One. One top ten in 2008. You know what he did at that Ryder Cup? He went 4-1-0. Because he now Europe got smoked, so it didn't matter. But th- this is this is what you this is what Europe does, honestly. And people get so riled up about it because it's JT and he's friends with Spieth. And like, did you hear Zach Johnson talk about Lucas Glover? I I I I, I don't know their relationships. It seems like Zach Johnson is closer as a friend to Lucas Glover than to than to Justin Thomas. I don't know that. I'm just going off of like sort of what I what what ZJ was saying and sort of conjecture there. But I just I, I'm with Patrick. Like I think a, a I think the status quo of taking the twelfth guy, the thirteenth guy, that just going down the list is so tired. And such a, it's what the U.S. been to, The U.S. has been acting like they are, um, Alabama, <laughs> coincidentally, and they can just roll a bunch of talent out there and win a and win this event. And guess what? It doesn't. This is not stroke play at the Wyndham. It's the writer. It's the, barely the same sport. And and I think that what they did today, it looks bad. I concede that it doesn't look great because it's JT. But I think what they did is actually took a lot of chutzpah from Zach Johnson to go out and pick somebody that is so, like people, people are still arguing like logically over. Well, I mean, Luke Sclover has been a lot better player than, than JT. Yeah. No crap. Like nobody's arguing that JT has been good. That's the whole point. Like he is not on the team because he's been good. He's on the team because he's the team captain. And that's what I've been saying for the last couple of weeks. And I think that I think it took a lot of gumption to go for ZJ to do that. And he went out and did it. And I think it's I think it's going to pay off. Greg, those were a couple of raving rave reviews from uh, our other podcast mates here. Where do where do you fall on the spectrum of uh, how you feel about these picks? Uh, Well, a little more. European, you might say uh, one particular European nation, Switzerland. I'm a little more down the middle on this one. A nice. um, couple 
couple reasons. One, I think he got every pick right with the exception of possibly JT. I would not have put JT on the team. Um, now, uh, I think the best play that he made was it, it seemed like Cam Young was slated on this team. You know, there's been a lot of conversation. I've heard a lot of people say, well, you could have picked this team in, you know, in January. Or, you know, well, what's the difference? What's the point of extending the captain selections? And, and I think if that were the case, Cam Young would have been on the team. Uh, and Sam Burns probably would have been off to maybe a question mark. Maybe if he started in April, Sam Burns probably would have been off. Um, and, and I think putting Sam Burns on instead of Cam Young was a, was a very good call. Now, when it comes to Justin Thomas, it's extremely risky. I saw your tweet, Kyle, about how a, you know, a good pick is not dictated by the outcome. And I think that is true, but there's a lot of pressure on a pick when, when it's a, a bad pick. And this is a very risky pick to make. But it taught me something today that I probably should have known a long time ago, and that is not, not everybody starts this Ryder Cup point cycle at zero. And there are certain players like Jordan Spieth, like Justin Thomas, that every captain wants to have on their team. And because they want to have them on their team, the question is, who's going to knock them off the mountain and demand a spot? And this is what we've been talking about for the past couple of weeks. There was an opportunity for a Keegan Bradley for a, a Lucas Glover um, who gave himself an opportunity by playing so well uh, for a Tony Finau. These guys had an opportunity to demand a spot on this team and they clearly didn't do enough. So, you know, there's one way to look at it is who did get picked and, and what was the, what did they do to get on the team? But I think what captain Zach Johnson was really looking at is, well, who was on my initial wish list and what was done to move them off of it? And and I don't think we had enough to to get JT off of this team, not based on his play, but based on uh, the, the play of the others. I agree with that. I agree that someone could have taken this spot from Justin Thomas, whether that be Denny McCarthy, Lucas Glover, Keegan Bradley, Tony Finau, a lot of those guys coming down the stretch. I think they could have taken it. Uh, Patrick, I want to I want to throw this to you. I want to take something Kyle said and, and propose it to you. So Kyle, I believe, said something to the effect of it took a lot of chutzpah, chutzpah to for Zach Johnson to select Justin Thomas. I would argue it takes very little chutzpah very little courage, very little uh, to select a guy who is going to be on his whatever number of um, international team, a guy that's had great success, a guy that's been your stalwart. I think it would take more chutzpah to leave him at home. You're both right, in, in my opinion, right? I mean, Zach Johnson's captaincy will come down to one name, and it's Justin Thomas. If he goes 3-0-0 by, and they win the cup, it's obviously a great success, but if he goes 0-2-1, doesn't look great, he sits him a couple times, you know the internet's going to be running wild with, oh my goodness, you, kn you know Lucas Glover's hitting that approach to five feet and Justin Thomas just hit it into a pond 300 yards away in like Lake Como or something. And so I, I think you're both right where it's easy for him to – look at this situation and be like, okay, I could leave him at home, bring someone with a higher floor, like a Keegan Bradley, or I could take JT who has a much higher ceiling. And I think that's the way you kind of have to look at the Ryder cup is you're getting the ceiling out of this guy. Um, so 
you're both right, but I mean, his captaincy is going to come down to Justin Thomas and if he can deliver. Let's dive into it. Show the profile, Josh. Justin Thomas, 30 years old, 26th in the world ranking. This will be his third Ryder Cup appearance. He is 6-2-1 and one in previous Ryder Cups. That's 2-2 two two in foursomes, 2-0-1 in, in four ball, and 2-0 and oh in singles. Obviously, failing to qualify for the FedEx Cup playoffs puts a target on Justin Thomas. He was certainly... Uh, I don't know if he was the last man in. I, I will we'll probably never know that, but I think the way that it was argued and discussed over the last couple of weeks, this was the X factor selection. I don't know who's supposed to respond to this, but I'm jumping in. Um, <clears throat> it, I thought it was actually interesting. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but during the zoom, the, the ill-conceived zoom call today, uh, <laughs> that spawned a thousand memes that they let JT go last, right? Like they gave him sort of the final word, like they went to him last. I don't, I actually don't think he was the last guy on the team. I think Sam Burns probably was. Um, yeah, it was probably alphabetical, right? Yeah, it was alphabetical. Well, no, I just mean like in terms of, uh, right. So they went through the zoom call, I think alphabetically, but. Oh, but did they? I think yes. Burns to Tom. Okay. Well, then but, I'm an but, idiot. No, but I think you're right, KP. I also think that Justin Thomas was always on this team. Yeah, and from a selection uh, again, like I don't know. I, I he's not like if I have one more person send me uh, something about Lucas Glover being on the team over Justin Thomas, then you also better be prepared to defend Russell Henley over Jordan Spieth. Okay, or Keegan Bradley over Ricky Fowler. Right? If we're just going strictly on off of data golf, which I love or off of Rick run good, then this is not the team, but it's not only Justin Thomas. It's, it's other, I mean, it's other guys as well. And so I just, I wrote about this today for CBS sports.com and I've said it a hundred times. Like, and we talked about it on Sunday night. Who Who is, who's like the U S is going to be down by three at some point, And it's going to look like it's inevitable that Europe is winning. Who, who are you? Who like wants the ball? Who wants to go? Who wants to take on Rom first out on Sunday? Who wants Rory first out on Sunday? You know, I, I think that's JT's role and whether like I, the, the U S just doesn't have that guy. And I think it's so, important almost especially in europe i would actually i think if this event was in the u.s maybe argue against jt a little bit like i think you could take a keegan or a or a russell henley in the u.s and everything would be kind of fine i think it the, the fact that the event is in europe actually matters here and i think that i think jt just plays such a specific role and i know it fires people up I mean, this has been the most polarizing thing other than maybe the Piff stuff all year. And it's the tw – he's only going to play in like two, three matches. I actually think that – we were kind of diving into this a little bit, Greg, before we went hot. So I, I, I agree that it's not as easy to compare Justin Thomas to Keegan Bradley, for example, because, or Justin Thomas to Lucas Glover or whatever. But – Tony Finau needed a better PR team leading yeah. into this, right? I mean, they were only a handful of spots off each other in the Ryder Cup points. Tony Finau had a significantly better year. Tony Finau has good Ryder Cup history. Uh, 
Tony Finau, I think, is actually a better argument. If you're going to take a guy who's established, I know their demeanors are a little bit different, but both very likable. I actually think that might be a conversation that should be happening that's not happening. It's not happening. Um, and again, in large part, this has to do with what Tony Finau did with his golf clubs. Uh, again, I, I think this is a really big sticking point for me today. Not everybody starts at zero. So Tony Finau is a part of the team. You'd like them in 2018. You'd like him to be a part of the team. Uh, but the, the question is, is there a spot for him? And for Justin Thomas, there is a spot. You know, he's got a parking spot with his name on it because he's the captain of this team. And there's a difference between being a really solid role player and being the captain of the team. And, and it was clear with Zach Johnson's comments today that, Justin Thomas is the the captain and the leader of this team. And, and, you know, the other thing too, that I would add to that is this is a, well, it's a very risky pick for Zach Johnson. It's an opportunity for Justin Thomas to, you know, create his lead in future Ryder cups and cement it even more regardless of his play. I mean, he can basically, make his name permanent on the Ryder cup team until he decides not to play anymore. If he has a, if he goes out and has a, a phenomenal week because he all of a sudden turns into a Ian Poulter, right? Where he's been a great player and he's qualified for all the Ryder cup teams he's played for. And he has been a big contributor and a big rah, rah guy. I'm not sure about his ping pong skills, but I'm sure they're, they're pretty good. Um, if he goes out in poor form, and performs very well in the Ryder Cup, then he becomes a, you know, a Ryder Cup legend, like a like an Ian Poulter, where mm. it, you know the Ryder Cup brings out the best in his game. And it's hard to tell that right now because he's only played in two Ryder Cups. I know he's played in three Presidents Cups as well, but in all of those events, he's come in as one of the best players, and he's played well there. It's not surprising. Where you know Ian Poulter has been a captain's pick on five of the seven Ryder cup teams he's been a part of. And he, and he steps up in the moment and he outperforms his, his normal. And, and this is the first time in my opinion, Justin Thomas has an opportunity to do that. And I think it would put him a great performance, puts him in a, in a separate class if a uh, poor performance. It's, it looks really bad on Zach Johnson. Okay, Kyle. Real, real quick. There's a quote that, um, it, that's a great point, Greg, by the way. But there's a quote from Luke Don. Uh, Deep Fried Egg tweeted this. Uh, if you're not following Deep Fried Egg, you should be. But uh, there's a quote from Luke Donald from 2018 in Paris. He said, the Americans were amazingly strong on paper, but Ryder Cups are just different than individual championships. They're about team chemistry, team bonding, finding the right partnerships. And we obviously had a lot of help being at home on a course that we're familiar with. And I just, I, th I think that's a little bit, there you go. Wow, Josh, elite. Um, it's a little bit being over. It, it's a little bit like the, the comp that I was thinking about is if you've got Draymond Green, like would you trade him for – I won't get the right person that I'm looking for here, but would you trade him for Anthony Davis? In a vacuum, obviously Anthony Davis is better than Draymond Green, right? But there's something that Draymond Green does to your team that is Anthony Davis can't do. And I get that it's – we're talking about very, very, very different sports, but the Ryder Cup is a very, very, very different thing than anything else that happens in golf. And I feel like people are just ignoring that. 
Like nobody, no, nobody is arguing that JT is playing good golf. Like I feel like I feel like people are coming at me like prove that he's playing good golf, and it's like I'm not trying to. Like the, I'm not even like attempting to do that. I'm just telling you like what he brings to the table is something that the U.S. as we talked about on Sunday night, Rick, as constructed does not have, but actually needs when they're going to Europe to try to end this drought. If he wants one thing on that. He brings it if he's performing well. It, it's really hard to bring the rah-rah when you're getting beat. You know, yeah. You're getting beat badly. So it, the performance is linked to the, you know, you're not going to be shushing the crowd when you miss a five-foot putt, right? That doesn't happen. There's no celebrations. The, the energy is sucked out of everybody. So the performance is a really important aspect to bring that out. If you think Twitter is spicy now, imagine if Justin Thomas misses the cut, the Fortinet. In two weeks. <laughs> oh, imagine if he gets beat in wait. the first match, like seven and six. To be fair, you know who also missed the cut at the Fortinet Championship? Who's that? John Rom. John Rom. John Rom. Right I've heard of him. Yep. Let me tee you up on uh, likely Justin Thomas's uh, partner here, Patrick. That's Jordan Spieth. He'll be making his fifth Ryder Cup appearance. Eight, seven, and three is the record. That brought down by his zero wins in Sunday singles. Oh, three, and one there. And for a lot of the year, or at least maybe half the year, maybe a little bit more than that, he was pretty much an auto qualifier, but kind of limps to the finish line of the season. Brian Harmon jumps up, uh, uh, Wyndham Clark jumps up and now Jordan Spieth requires a captain selection. I, I think how Zach Johnson and the rest of the vice captains utilize this duo is very intriguing because they have been a pair to play foursomes, alternate shot together. And that scares the absolute hell out of me personally, putting both of these guys around a tight hilly golf course, an alternate shot. Um, and, and we saw even last year, I believe JT played with Cantlay in four ball once or uh, at Whistling Straits. He, he veered off from Spieth one of the sessions. And so I think, yeah, you know, Spieth was always going to be on this team. I think you got to lean into them, into the four ball more and sit them alternate shot because given their form, I know it's still a month away, but they aren't the – alphas really right you got the team of xander and cantley you got scheffler and burns and burns was great at president's cup despite his record um and so to me i think what you can squeeze out of these two i think you put them out uh first in the morning or first whenever and if they get hot you just let them run rampant like chickens with their heads cut off and if not you might have to reel them back in and uh you know sit them a session or two Chickens with their head cut off. That is the book title of Jordan Spieth's uh, biography, I believe. <laughs> KP, this is, yeah, I mean, listen, we don't have to spend much time on Jordan Spieth. No surprise, he's going to be on the team. He warranted a captain's pick. He's going to run out there with Justin Thomas as often as possible. And a lot of the points and a lot of the, um, the not even the rah-rah, like the on-course momentum, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to run through this squad. Well, and, and the the... <laughs> I mean, I think Greg's point is very good that the the rallying the troops doesn't work if you're shooting 85, no. right? And this the, the floor and the ceiling on this duo is terrifying. The ceiling Honestly, is in the right. This, I mean, the, the they could shoot 64, they could shoot 
88. I, I, I don't, I don't know. And so in, in that sense, going back to what Patrick said, it is, um, there's some risk involved, but I just, yeah, I mean, I've watched the last 30 years in Europe. Like you, you have, you have to take those risks and hope they pay off. Um, and I think somebody made this point. I can't remember who, like the comfort level, Brooks Kepka talked about this at Whistling Straits, right? Like he needed his naps, he needed his gym, he needed like all the all the stuff. Don't we all? Sure, <laughs> I, I I wish. Um, I think the comfort level of like Spieth and JT together, like I think that's a that's a it's not nothing. Like that's a meaningful aspect. I think again, like sometimes we treat these guys like they're robots. We treat speed like, Oh, well you could just play with Bryson. Right. Or you could just play with whoever and things are going to be fine. But I don't know, man, like I don't know how many Ryder cups we have to watch in Europe of the Europeans putting guys that, you know, want to be together together, making them comfortable and then rolling the U S. So to me, that counts for something here, but I don't know. Remains to be seen. I, I it could <laughs> It could go badly for sure. Uh, Greg, we'll get you a quick word here on Jordan Spieth, but real quick, Jordan Spieth in his Ryder Cup, Ryder Cup career has only played with three different partners in four, eight, 11, in 14 matches, three different partners. Can we name them? I Well, obviously, Reed and JT. There you go. Those and I believe you play with Dustin Johnson. Okay. Is that your final answer? Brooks. Yes. Kyle, is that your final answer? He, Jordan Spieth played with Brooks in 2021. <laughs> You're removing the drama from my uh, from my big right. reveal here. No drama. Brooks yes. it is. Yes. They I, played. Think, I think it was Brooks, yeah. <laughs> Jordan Spieth. Good job, Patrick. Uh, Jordan Spieth, Brooks Kepka lost 2-1 to the Spanish Armada, Sergio and mm. John Rom. Uh, Greg, this is... Um, yeah, you have anything else to add on Jordan Spieth? No surprise here. Uh, very curious to see what what they do because this is such a risky team. Do you put them out in the first session uh, or do you save them for the second session? Because yeah. you have so much depth, you don't have to play them. And and if you go and put put your Burns and Scheffler, your Shoffley, Cantlay, you know, maybe it's a, a Kepka and Morikawa or Harmon and Morikawa. Talk about it an accurate team, you know, whatever your whatever you feel like your safest teams are, which I feel like there are at least four that don't include Spieth and Thomas. Do you put them out first and, and get your feet settled? And then you throw out JT and Spieth. Cause I feel like they're just so polarizing that it's a huge momentum swing one way or the other. So do you try to take advantage of that and hope for the best? Or do you save that, try to reduce the swing in fear that it doesn't go very well. I'm very curious to see how that plays out. Were you going to say something, Patrick? Patrick, oh, I, thought, I, thought Rick, I thought Rick was shaking me off. I was, um, I was messing with you. I, I, I found out today that uh, <laughs> it's going to be foursomes in the morning session, which is typically not the case in Europe. So I feel like that could throw a little wrinkle in the plan also. Because I, I love Spieth and JT just leading off four ball, let them hit it anywhere they want, make birdies from anywhere, uh, and ride the hot hand into foursomes if you can. But I don't know if they'll have that luxury given its alternate shot first. The the U.S. got swept in foursomes on Friday in Paris. Because it was yeah. in the afternoon. It was and they, were up, they were up 3-1. Yeah, and then they and got down just four, three. 
torched. I think you have to run them out first because you might you might get four or five points from them, right? Like that, like they're that. I I need to know if I'm getting the upside or if I'm not. And if you're right. getting the upside, you want five. You want five matches. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least I mean the first three. But I don't know if you can play them, and I don't know if they're playable in foursomes. I guess we're gonna. Find I think them. I think they probably. You know, the one thing they have in foursomes to their advantage is it, both of them right now have nasty short games. Yeah. And they could be so annoying to play against. I, I mean, I don't know what the penalty area situation is in uh, at Marco Simone. I, I don't know what that looks like. If it's thick rough, they play out of thick rough in every major, right? They've they've dealt with all kinds of uh, trouble spots. So I don't necessarily mind it. I got to learn a little more about the golf course, though. There's a uh, there's an abandoned farmhouse behind one of the holes that Spieth is for sure going to be playing out of at some yeah, point. That is it. It's, like when he, it's like when he found the porta potty at Oak Hill. Okay, <laughs> we will continue this conversation. Four more captain's picks to go, but first we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, They've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there. And I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now here's what you can do for for our listeners. Uh, First-time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain? Those numbers do not add up to me, and I know it can be confusing, the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple, and that's where Superfeet comes into play. These Superfeet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most, and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking a a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there, and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. And we're back. I think we can be pretty quick here for the next couple. Uh, Patrick Colmore Cowell will make his second 
Ryder Cup appearance, 3-0-1 in 2021. It has been two years since he has won on the PGA Tour, but uh, the form has not necessarily left him. Still some pretty good numbers and was uh, a mortal lock to make this team. Yeah, all around, I, I think a great year despite not winning. Best in terms of approach around the green uh, of his career and was a weapon with DJ. Uh, the main question is who's going to replace DJ uh, with Colin Morikawa in foursomes. And I, th I think you have a couple really good candidates to do that. And with his accuracy off the tee and the iron play, he could be one of the better, if not the best players on the U.S. side. Most likely partner, KP? Who do we think it is? I've got someone in mind. Who do you have in mind? <sighs> Max Homa. Yeah. What, just why? I think that... Um, We're still in colleges together, Wyndham Clark and Ricky and... Dude. Uh, mm -hmm. yes, honestly, yeah. I think that, I think that if, if we're at this point where it's Sam Burns, Justin Thomas, Rick, it's this team, we might as well just go with who we're comfortable with. And Morikawa and Homa had the, uh, obviously they played, they played together at the Zurich. They didn't play well. They played together at the Zurich, obviously a lot of comfortable comfortability there. Uh, I don't think it is stat based. I think that ZJ will let the buddies run each other run out there together. You don't think they'll go stat based? He, With he respect, was no. <laughs> he was pretty. Um, he was out over his skis talking about stats today. I think at one point he said technology and whatnot. <laughs> Did you see that? Things of I, that nature. <laughs> I just got a little bit concerned when he couldn't remember either one of two questions that were asked to him 20 seconds prior. And I just got a little bit worried about that. He 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 gets himself kind of worked <laughs> up in those situations and it doesn't it doesn't always look great. Um I don't I don't know. I I, I think I think Homa Markow is just like an easy place to run to because they played together more cow needs kind of a new uh partner who who did i'm trying to oh homa and finau played together at the president's cup they were awesome um more was on that team who did he play with last year at the president's cup i think uh, it was dj cam young they try to replace him with yeah they try to they try to slide cam young into the dj spot yeah. for him what, what about colin and Wyndham? I like that too. Yeah. Is there a bad one? I mean, he, he Brian Harmon. Brian yeah, Harmon, I think. Harman. Would be you don't like Brian Harmon? No, I think they're too, a little too similar. I mean, Harmon can obviously roll the rock, but like, there's not. I don't think that there's enough complimentary there. Yeah, hmm. I, I I think it'll be Homa just because Homa putted the crap out of the go golf ball this year and. Off the tee is great, which is the same for Wyndham, but we saw Wyndham with uh, some comfort level with another Oklahoma State Cowboy. And like you said, Rick, we're, the U.S. teams like Ty yeah. Pennington, Extreme Home Makeover. Once they get one thing, they make your whole bedroom it, and next we're on to the next group. Yeah, they'll be fine. I, th I think you can pair, Greg. The, I think the real answer is there's like nine guys that can play the Colin Moore Well, I think it's interesting. Like, Who would have seen – we're sitting here two years ago who would have seen more cow and DJ coming. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden they go four and O. So 
I think I think more from what I've read, heard, seen, whatever, it seems like Morikawa's skill set, which is like very straight driver, will be pretty like like pretty valuable. Like I I wouldn't be surprised if Morikawa played all five matches. I agree. Yeah, and I don't think that's necessarily true of JT or Spieth. Um. So yeah, it's gonna. What about more Callum Brooks? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's go to Brooks, Greg. So Brooks Kepka will make his fourth career Ryder Cup appearance, six five and one in Ryder Cups. He was the lone live golfer to uh, make his way onto this team, which is something that Zach Johnson was asked about quite a bit. I all I don't mind the Brooks Collin pairing either. I think that's pretty good. No, I, I think so too. Um, but if you go down the comfort path, I mean, is a is Brooks and Ricky the is that the duo the South another South Florida kind of duo? Um, I I, you think that you think they hang out on weekends? I would. You think, a, you think they frequent yeah. the same places? Yeah, Doesn't do a ton for me. I wouldn't be surprised. Really? So that's kind of my my prediction. Yeah, I think they I think they probably play some golf together. Okay. I, um, but I mean, I'm not sure. Brooksy's Brooksy again. I mean, outside the Justin Thomas thing, Brooks is like the real X factor here, right? There's a chance he just, there's a chance, Greg, he just takes over and, and asserts himself on this Ryder cup. Yeah. I'm, I'm, um, I, again, I, I think pretty much everybody would, would play with Brooks. Uh, he has shown that he can step up and, and play in the biggest moments, which is why he's on this team. Because you don't really know what his recent form is like, right? You're not really, obviously, you're not really selecting on that. Um, and and if you were, then you'd have some real questions with him. So this comes from what he does in majors, what he's done in big events, and having some experience. So it, it um, obviously makes a ton of sense that the seventh guy would be on the Ryder Cup team. I, I think he's parable with uh, with a lot of guys. I think even Scotty Scheffler is an option. I, I don't think Scotty's necessarily taken by Sam Burns for every match. I, I could see, I could see Brooks playing with Scotty too. Yeah, the, I, I agree with that. The, uh, the questions were fairly extensive towards Zach Johnson here, Patrick, about the selection process and how he landed on Brooks Kepka versus Dustin Johnson versus Bryson DeChambeau. And uh, one of the things that Greg mentioned is actually what, Zach Johnson kind of alluded to. He he said, you know, it's difficult to find the uh, how good their form is when they're not playing against everybody else every single week, and basically boiled it down to the major championship performances that Brooks Kepka was able to put forth. Yeah, he there, there's been a lot of earning your spot on this team conversation, and even though he wasn't top six, he earned his spot with the starts he was given. Unlike DJ. I think, I mean, Bryson, I, I thought, put together a decent campaign and effort um, and obviously didn't get picked. But you go back to the Keegan Bradleys and Tony Finau's, they didn't earn it. You know, Brooks had four starts this year to earn his spot on the team. He finished runner-up at the Masters and he won the freaking PGA Championship and top 20 at the U.S. Open. He went out and he earned this spot. He earned the right to get a captain's pick. Um, and so we know he can just pop out of thin air and, get form out of nowhere. I think an alpha like Brooks Kepka, you stick him with another alpha like Brian Harmon and they just go around 
and watch these Italian fans just cry and go, scoozy, scoozy, pardon me. Here's a birdie. Here's a birdie. And oh I think that's a team where, you know, Harmon won't be, you know, any in- intimidated at all. He kind of reminds me of a Daniel Berger almost really straight, great with wedges, can make a lot of putts. They were great together in Wisconsin too. And, and that's a team I would love to see because I think Brian Harmon's going to thrive and, Doing that next to Brooks Kepka would be awesome to watch. I I, I love that. I, I think they're both I think they're two guys who are just like, yeah, I'm just kind of here to do my job. I don't we don't need a chat. We don't need to yuck it up. Like, let's just go win four and three and and move on. I, you I, I talk I, about Aaron Hills. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe so. Um, the the you brought up the Bryson thing. I you could have taught me into Bryson being on this team. I think I mean, he's clearly been one of the 10, not even 10, probably five best guys over the last four or five months, was good in the majors. Uh, he was awesome at whistling straights, like really, really good, like just a complete maniacal showman uh, the entire time, which is like perfect for this event. I think him having sued everybody on the team probably doesn't doesn't help. Uh, I I think back to 2014 when Phil Mickelson was talking about Rory and Graham McDowell, and he said at least we don't litigate against each other, which now now we do. Um, so that's problematic. But I you could have maybe in the burn spot you could you could have thrown Bryson in there, and I I would be fine with it. All right. Well, we've got two more golfers to cover, and then we'll talk about the guys who will be on the outside looking in. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And we're back. KPL just bounced this right back to you here on Ricky Fowler, who will make his fifth Ryder Cup appearance, though his first since 2018. His record is not exactly sparkling 3-7-5, and five, but he was a model of consistency in 2023. A bunch of top 20 finishes back in the winner's circle at the Rocket Mortgage. Ricky Fowler returns to the Ryder Cup. Yeah, uh, listen, I, I like Ricky a lot. I, I I have grown to like him even more over the last few years. I think his 
endurance, his grind has been admirable. I I actually think a little bit, if you want to point to like the good old boys club, like this just being that, I think I think Fowler's an easier place to point than JT, right? Because there's a there's a specific reason that JT is on the team. And Fowler, I, I don't know, like he's not been great at Ryder Cups. He's not the sort of catalyzer that JT is. He's playing okay. Like, is he like what's the difference between Ricky Fowler and Russell Henley, Patrick? Uh, Ryder Cup experience, really. That's it. And he's boys with Spieth. I don't know. I mean, How about Fino. I think Fino's the comp there. Yeah, sure. I don't know if it's Russ because I mean I have a soft spot for Russ, but I well that's why I would throw it to you. No, I, I think it's totally interchangeable. You could yeah, Bradley Finau, guys with Ryder Cup experience, foreign Ryder Cup experience have won this year. But isn't it impossible to get experience if you're never picked for a team? Right? Isn't that isn't that like you, there's an entry level job that asks for two two years? Well, you you can like, you can play your way on. Uh, well, I said they're interchangeable with the guys with the experience, not the non-experienced guys. Um, I don't know. I, I think it, the the comfort level, I think, really, with Ricky, you, you certainly have it with Finau. I'm not sure if you quite have it there with Bradley. Uh, he even said it to himself, to Todd Lewis, that he he's always felt like he's been outside of the club. He's tried to be closer with some of these guys, but it, it just hasn't clicked. And so, yeah, I think it's a – fair conversation to have and I, I really couldn't differentiate differentiate between the Finau or Fowler except that Fowler was better this summer I, does does Fowler fire you up Rick me no um I I think that it's a logical selection I think that he played well enough to get on the team I agree that it's pretty interchangeable with some of the other guys that you want. So I'm not up, you know, I don't think it's a bad pick. I think it's just a very fair selection. I don't think he is going to win or lose the United States, the Ryder cup, but didn't, Did, didn't, Cam, didn't Cam Young do play well enough to, to get on the team. I mean, if that's, I, the... I like Cam Young because I think, I think in these formats, you need, I'm willing to take on the risk for like elite skill set, high upside, a match that you might only hit half the shots and play 16 holes. Like I, I prefer that. So I, I think I, I wouldn't, I would love Cam Young on this team, but I get where they're going here with Fowler. It's interesting, Rick. You said he's not going to win or lose the Ryder Cup team. I, I feel like every time I watch Ricky in a Ryder Cup, it's the battle to have, right? <laughs> like, can I get a half a point out of this? It, it's always um, a great half, you know, a great shot for the half. Yeah. <laughs> so it's true. all all the time. And sometimes <laughs> he loses and occasionally he's won, but it, it's a very middle in record. Um, and, He's kind of a middling player, and he's used the term that's used by Zach. Well, Johnson he's a, he's a, he's a, like a middling good player. He's not like a. Yeah. I'm not saying mi middle of the road PGA Tour player. I'm, I'm saying he's a good driver of the golf ball. He's a good iron player. He has a good to very good short game. 
and he's a good to very good putter. Right. But it's like, he's very, uh, even he's very spread out kind of like glue. So I guess he's the glue that holds the team together. I, I don't know who you pair him with to be anybody. Um, but it's, it's like down the middle. Ricky's like Switzerland, you know, it, it, it's you and Ricky. Did you think yeah, we were going to get a second back. Switzerland reference in this show? I, I, I guess where I land on Ricky Rick is I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I just can't get Rory just baptizing him at Glen Eagles out of my head, but uh, I, I don't know that he's like a four match guy. I I'm, I'm gl- like, listen, I wrote about this. I think at the U S open, I'm super glad. I'm super happy for Ricky. Like I, he's su- incredibly likable, just the best. And him playing his way back into even a spot where he could be considered for this team is awesome. I just, I, he, he's not a guy that I look at as like, okay, he's one of, he's one of the guys this week that, that has to go out and do it. I, I think you can, he's obviously playable. He's playing good golf, but I, I think I would be pretty, um, I, his usage rate would not be super high if I was a captain. He's looking at like an OO and three record. <laughs> <laughs> I would have preferred Cam Young probably in that spot. Um, the final spot is Sam Burns's, and Sam Burns will be making his Ryder Cup debut, a rookie uh, in the Ryder Cup. And Patrick, uh, we can point to his victory at the uh, match play earlier this year. And Zach Johnson had a quote. To say he meshes well with other members on the team would be a massive understatement. I think it feels like with this pick, I like Burns on the team, but it felt like almost every auto qualifier got one pick. And mm, they all, they all, oh, that would be a cool way, a plus one. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of what it felt like, honestly, with, with this one, you know, all the discussions of Cam Young leading up to it. And then Scheffler, the hanging Chad vote with Sam Burns gets him through. And I, I know they weren't great at Quail Hollow. I don't think they won a point together. They're 0-3 together, I believe. It was not Sam like, Burns' fault. It, yeah. I mean, Scotty had a shank in there too. <laughs> so I think the comfort level, like you said, uh, and I think what we were talking about with Ricky, I, I don't really see him – getting trotted out in foursomes a ton he might do one of those sessions and then depending how that goes he, he could play his way into the the second one but to me he, he's a four ball player through and through he can make a ton of birdies he can make a ton of bogeys that's going to be all right next to someone like scotty scheffler who's only going to make pars and birdies for the most part and that yeah, team in four a- ball i would be shocked if they don't go two and oh that's a that's a really good point about about Scheffler. Plus, Scotty can see a couple go in maybe at some mm-hmm. point. That would be nice. Can, it, <laughs> can you set can you set it up to highlight their strengths? I mean, can you get this with the layout of the golf course to where Sam Burns' weakness this year has been his iron play? Strength is his putting and he's a good driver. Can he can he drive it for Scotty and have Scotty knock it on the green and have Sam Burns putt? I mean, that seems like an ideal situation. Yeah. But you are you right. going to get too much of the opposite side? <laughs> you can do that for nine holes. The other nine, the other nine you're going to have a problem. Yeah. But you're going to be hard to beat if you have nine wins. 
yeah, just win those nine holes. Right. That's all it's you easy. have to do. Easy sport. Win uh, the nine holes that Sam Burns tees off. No pressure. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Bur- I, I, I like Burns a lot as a I think he's sort of underrated as a as a competitor. Like I think back to him at uh where was it, Valspar? Um even match play this year, President's Cup last year. Like he's think he kind of wants the ball like he's one of those guys um but you, you could say the same about keegan um you could say the same about finau uh i i don't i mean how, how good i think keegan and 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 scotty would be great i think scotty and finau would be really good like i i don't this 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 one felt the most up in the air i guess Sam burns so just to highlight some of the things that might help for these three days and i think it's 31 days away uh, so he's got he he carried Scotty Scheffler on his shoulders around the president's cup. <laughs> Literally, uh, he won the match play, and he has had to deal with Billy Horschel at the Zurich, and uh, and they've played well there in those formats, right? I mean, he does have like a lot of decent format history, and I like Samer. I actually, I and Greg, I think you said this was your favorite thing that they did today. Yes. Um, cause I, I think he kind of meshes a few things. There's, there's always a contingent in the, you know, this time of year where we should have taken someone who can putt, which is, um, funny that uh, it's kind of ironic that this year it's Keegan Bradley and Lucas Glover that we're, uh, you know, clamoring for normally it's like Kevin Na and Kevin Kisner, right? We're looking for somebody who we, we need someone who can actually putt. I think Sam Burns checks that box, but He's also not just a putting specialist uh, and he has putted in big moments uh, and, and putted well. Uh, so I, I think um, he checks the box with the distance, which the captains always seem to like the fans always seem to like the guys who could make putts, which, and, and Sam Burns does both of those. So it, it's a unique skill set that I think he brings to the table. And I also, I love what he did at the tour championship. I, I think this spot was up for grabs in the playoffs and with his tied 15th at the BMW uh, and a, and a one phenomenal round of 62 and, and a uh, tied working his way to tied ninth at the tour championship. I think it impressed Zach Johnson enough to earn this spot. That's your captain selections. Uh, the guys on the outside looking in, we've been referencing them. The likely guys who just missed out, Keegan Bradley, Lucas Glover, I guess Tony Finau likely warranted a phone call. Um, maybe Cam. Russell Henley. Oh, Cam Young, obviously. Yeah, that's kind of a big one. Patrick, Denny. You were, Denny McCarthy, you were all of over course. the Cam Young stuff because um, who was it? Davis Love the Third that a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months Fred, ago. Fred, oh, Fred couples. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's on the team. And it's like, well. He's he's not on the team. Was that the was that the biggest surprise or the biggest snub when all this came out? I would say it was the biggest surprise. And you know, credit to Shane Ryan of Golf Digest. The first question that Zach Johnson field fielded was about Freddie Couples' comments about Cam Young. So hat tip to him. I think the biggest snub. Look, when you're trying to play your way into the boys' club, as people are calling it. And Keegan Bradley said he, he feels like he has to auto qualify for future Ryder Cups that he, he might never warrant a captain's pick. Two guys did it this year, Wyndham Clark and Brian Harmon. They went out there and they earned their auto qualifier spot. 
So I'm kind of sick and tired of the people whining about it because two out of the six guys, you know what, they weren't a member of the boys club. And maybe with their performance this year, they get they get membership full time. Who knows? Part time. I'm not entirely, <laughs> entirely sure how that works. I'm not I'm also not a member of the boys club, but I would say the biggest snub, in my opinion, if we want to label it, I agree with Kyle, where I think Bryson could have taken Burns' spot with, you know, his partnership with Scotty in Wisconsin was fantastic. They're great together. I thought they brought out the best in each other. And he's a guy who is a great driver of the golf ball. He just shot 58. He's a great putter as well. I think that's the one guy that you could maybe classify as a snub. Elite skill set, high ceiling. I'm, I I would have been okay with that. I think I'm settling KP on, and I know we're past the deadline, so I don't get to say this anymore. But like, oh, we I, can say whatever we I want. Think, I think I'm um I would I would be fine with Burns and Cam Young instead of JT and Fowler. And I also think if you wanted to get Bryson in there. I wouldn't be upset. I think I would have liked Keegan on the team. I think he earned it. I think he would have been really good. But when you start talking about elite, I mean, there there really is only so many spots. To be well, hold on. You you said your Burns is on the team, so you yes. were. I I didn't think he was going to be on the team originally. I thought that was going to be the Cam Young spot. So I was kind of surprised by that. So I'm okay with I'm okay with. Burns taking Cam Young's spot if Cam Young takes Ricky Fowler's spot. Is what I was okay. Thinking. So you want Cam and uh, who is the other one? Burns, and I'm happy with that. But Keegan would have been very close in my conversation. So Cam and Keegan instead of JT and Ricky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah, works. I, uh, I mean, he's on the team. Wow. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, that works. <laughs> There's so many Ke- iterations. <laughs> Keegan. Keegan is the guy that I feel for the most. I mean, he put himself out there like repeatedly and he was open about it. And I, I have a lot of respect for, for people that do that because, you know, you look at, I don't know, man, like Cam Young is obviously a freak, like a, like he could be a Scheffler in 2021 situation where he's playing great, playing great, playing great. And then just wins four time the next year. You know, we thought that could be this year. Didn't happen. Could it could be next year? I I don't I don't know what's going to happen with Cam Young. I will say he did nothing for me at the Presidents Cup last year. He just it, it just I I didn't I was not I don't know what his record was. It wasn't very good, and he just he never seen he didn't he didn't really seem to enjoy the environment. Now he, he also looks like he never enjoys any environment. So I think that's possibly part of it as well, but. Keegan was just, man, I've, I saw his quotes on Golf Channel to, I think it was Todd Lewis. I feel for, he, it, it's, I don't know, Kevin Van Valkenburg had a tweet thread where he's like, man, Keegan cared a lot about the Ryder Cup in an era where that wasn't really a sexy thing to do. It's kind of become in vogue now, and it maybe wasn't uh, 10, 15 years ago. And he's put himself out there over and over and over again. And to get shut out there, I think is, is uh, it's a, it's a huge bummer and I feel bad for him. Uh, Cam Smith, uh, excuse me, Cam Young. I almost got through the whole show. At least I didn't call Jordan Spieth, Jordan Smith, as I was announcing him as my 
Ryder Cup captain selection. There is a Jordan Smith, though, right? Jordan L. Smith, yeah. He's, he's a very good European player, yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe he's giving away one of Luke Donald's picks. There you oh. go. A little insider trading. Cam Young was one, two, and one at the President's Cup. So, Greg, when you look at the guys on the outside looking in, uh, who was the biggest whiff? Um, this is a tough one. I, I think it's hard to call Bryson or Dustin or any of the live players a snub uh, because they willingly decided to you know, excuse themselves from events that gather points. Uh, and, and they gave themselves knowingly only four events to do that. So it's really hard for me to call that a snub. Um, so it's not any of those guys. Keegan, I definitely feel the worst for. But I think the biggest snub is Lucas Glover because he's the one guy that went out in the most recent form and cashed in back-to-back wins. And one of them was in the playoffs. And that's a really challenging thing to do. Now, he had a really long way to go. And he still had an opportunity. You know, he got himself in the conversation with by winning twice. Um, and he only had two events to go. And he kind of had to string together a, like a six-week-in-a-row run that nobody can handle. And that's what he had to do. So I, I feel like he's probably the biggest snub to me. Uh, and I probably would have replaced him with JT. And I think he got every other pick, right. And he may have gotten the JT pick, right. I, it's not what I would have done, but um, yeah, I'd say, I'd say Glover. If you are interested in the betting markets uh, before Zach Johnson released his selections, uh, Europe was plus 150. That has shortened now plus 135. So markets looked at what ZJ did this morning and money came in on the Europeans. Is that of interest to anybody? Patrick? Let it keep going that way. Let it keep going that way. We're going to time it perfectly for this American side. I love all this love for the Europeans. Love it. Give me, give me, you know, make, make the U.S. side the dogs. Okay. Well, that's. Are you, would you like to take out in advance of all of your 2024 best bet dollars and put it on the Americans? Can we get it boosted to even money? We'll see. Maybe, maybe okay. the book of the book of Josh will boost it for you. Uh, we've already got an overruled in the chat, but uh, Patrick, who ha- which team has more dogs? Ooh, um, technically, I believe the dog count is one a pop. Harmon and Straka. I am already over. <laughs> Calling Brian Harmon a bulldog. I'm like way over it. Zach Johnson. (laughs) Way over it. Yeah, it's Zach Johnson had some tough, tough. When he he said, I mean, I want an open championship. I was like. Yeah, just like, by the way. What? What Is this the, what, what event is this? Uh, Such a trip. I meant, I meant like actual dogs, Patrick. I know. I know. Um, What's your, what's your eye test on the dogs? We've got. Well, I'm just gonna keep tough. saying it until Rick ejects from the podcast. No, dogs is fine, but calling li- just Brian Harmon specifically a bulldog with the both like I'm just um. It's so not bad. good. <laughs> it was funny the first time someone realized that was possible. Now it is yeah. like that was five years ago. Oh, at least he, he is a slot receiver in the NFL uh, to every is, announcer ever. Is uh, is Justin Thomas a dog? Yes. Sure yes. Thing. Brian Certified. Harmon. Sure. Jordan yes. Seath? 
Nah, I don't think so. He's like an ass dog. A, I don't know if he's a dog. Ricky Fowler, no. Burns, no. no. Uh, Burns might be a dog. All right, we'll see. Keegan. Oh, Keegan's on the team. Colin. Ke- Keegan. I don't like think one Colin. of those no. uh, like finely groomed dogs. Uh, like <laughs> yeah, a little too, he's too pretty. He and Spieth are they're too pretty. For yeah, us. I think he's like a poodle. <laughs> Brooks Kepka. Dog. Yeah. He's like yeah. a gentleman. Yeah. Junkyard dog or box, uh, boxer. Pitbull. Xander, no. Can't lay no. I'll save those for you. Uh, Wyndham <laughs> Clark. Oh, he's got, I think he's got a little dog in him. Dog tendencies? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. 3.5. Mm-hmm. Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. I think he's a dog. Max Homa. Yeah. Trending toward, yeah, being so a dog. Give so we'll, give him, we'll give him five. Rory McElroy. Yes. Dog, yeah. John Rom. Uh, oh, but two big, dogs. Big Junk junkyard. Double dog. dog. Double dog. <laughs> Robert McIntyre. He's a dog. I don't know if he's gonna be on the team. <laughs> Victor Hovland. Dog. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Terrell Hatton. <laughs> talk, talk about one that just barks a ton <laughs> all bark potentially no bite though honestly. yeah i don't i don't like i think he kind of is but i don't know if he's good enough to be one is tommy, he like a jack russell tommy fleetwood not a dog he's matt like fitzpatrick that, yeah no, not a dog I, I can't give it to him sep strocker Straka might be a dog <laughs> i think Straka is a dog he's a bulldog he has to be jane lowry yeah. Yeah, I, I'm he in on melted Lowry. at Honda on a little rain. I hope it doesn't rain in Rome or else uh, Shane's <laughs> he open in the worst weather. Justin Thomas, he, had, he, he had a big celebration at Whistling Straits. Though. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, he he might not be a dog. I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I need some time on him, Rosie. No, not a dog. No, he, he's Adri- like a poodle, too. Adrian Moronk. No, no, I think it's five to four. US. We dog. got we have more dogs. Let's go dog. Let's go dog. Bet the house, Patrick. Based on my unofficial running count as we just went through that. A book will boost it eventually. <sighs> Gents, we obviously have uh, another 30 days to talk about this, but anything that we need to press on right this second. Uh just uh, oh, what's coming? Oh gosh. Oh, These this was the zoom inside the zoom. This was Zoomception. Each one of these guys on a Zoom, the entire thing on a Zoom. Oh, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they don't meme us uh, the way these guys got memed. Well, it's just someday. so, it's just, it's all context. You always see them in the context of like beautiful golf courses all over the world. And then all of a sudden you jam them into like a digital box and it's, it's just. <laughs> okay. The outcome is who, incredible. Who, who had the best, uh, the best, the best, the best, the uh, best, box um i think uh fowler's gallery walls zach, uh, zach johnson tasteful <laughs> in the full view ricky you could see the Ryder cup trophy yeah that was cool jt's in a very beautiful home i thought he was in colorado he thought he was like in montana training or something <laughs> I like Brooks's. Brooks has is this, be. in that modern mansion that he has in Jupiter, right? I'm assuming that's like I like that with the palms behind. So yeah. my vote's Brooks. I like Brooks's too. 
Spieth's is the yeah, funniest. Brooks just could have like cut his hair or shaved or something. Spieth. So I don't know if you saw. So they must have just done that wall on the left because on the right was the bag of the extra pieces. Okay. So oh, well, he, it's the same room that he's been in every time he's on a Zoom. I think it's the same hoodie that he wears too. He just has like his Zoom, <laughs> the his Zoom, Zoom room kit. The Zoom room. The Zoom room. Yeah, exactly. All right, who had the worst one? Um, probably Burns. Like, just throw the shades up, man. The 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 Burns is fr- bad from like a like a glare, something right behind his head. The back, but, the bag out of his head. Yes, <laughs> but Colin is crooked. It's coming from below him. This is yeah. shameful. That's shameful. Uh, that would never fly on HQ. That was happened. a he's taking that from the coffee table in the living room. Uh, right there, while, but I, while I think watching TV, yeah. One <laughs> of the best parts was they were just Pepper and JT, everyone else is just staring off into space, like trying to look like they're paying attention, like it's class. Hmm. Uh, last JT thing, and then we can go. I think that one thing we didn't talk about is Europe. Um, you and I were texting about this, Rick. Your, Europe does not want him at the Ryder Cup. Like they they would rather have Russell Henley, Keegan, anyone. They they don't that they see that as problematic, and I think that that is really interesting and worthy of consideration whenever we talk about all this. It's they see the ceiling too, and it goes both ways, right? Um, if you stomp Justin Thomas five and four early. It's better than stomping Ricky Fowler five and four. Yeah, it goes. Yeah, it cuts both ways. Both ways. JT will be the linchpin and will be under the magnifying glass the entire week. It makes it super interesting, right? It makes an already crazy, emotional, interesting week that much more so. I can't. I was just I couldn't even think straight today. I was so excited. I can't wait for it. It's going to be sick. It's going to be awesome. You're going, Rick. Let's go. Rome bound. Rome bound. They let me they let me in. They let me have a credential. I'm in. Incredible. Let me know if you guys need any uh, recommendations. That city's not ready. Do you have rec- uh, Rome recommendations? Yeah. Sick. I've like, heard of uh, like this little place called the Coliseum. You sound like that's like something ZJ said in his in his Zoom today. <laughs> I do have restaurants though, if you need them. Okay, and gelato, coffee shops, all that. Yeah. Wow. Hit you up on that. Are you like? Do you, did you grow up there, like Kobe or something? No, I spent a week there. My buddy was working for the consulate, so he kind of showed me around. Okay. All right, we'll take you up on that. More political uh, stuff going <laughs> on. Patrick's back channeling to the PIF. And how, how do you think we fund this show? Right? Yeah. I mean, come on. This, we got to pull it off somehow. Patrick's here for that. You can follow Patrick on Twitter at Amateur Status. Big thanks to producer Josh. He does all the hard work behind the scenes. Greg Ducharme is available at the real GFD. And Kyle Porter is found at Kyle Porter CBS. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.